Hi, I'm Ari Mizell, and this is the art of less doing. I'm going to teach you how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, including your health, in order to be more effective. I want you to stress less, free up as much time as possible, and do the things you want to do. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. This is episode 184. Today I'm interviewing Doran Aldana of My Testimonial Engine, which is a service that helps you automate the process of getting testimonials for your business, which is hugely important for building social credibility and social proof, I guess. So it was a great conversation. Doran's a cool entrepreneur, and I know you're going to like this interview, but I've got a bunch of links to share with you first. But even before that, I'm very excited. If you're in your car right now, or you're running, or you're doing something where you're not really at a computer, you can now text the word do less to 33733. That's 33733, just text the word do less, and you will be able to get added to my newsletter. And when you sign up for that, you're going to get an infographic that breaks down how I recommend people get to inbox zero. So I'm really excited about that because I think it's going to just help. You know, I want to make it easier for you guys, of course, to get on the list. Obviously, the more people on the list, the better we can spread the word. But regardless, all you have to do is text do less to 33733. And also, after many, many people requesting this, I finally figured out how I wanted to do it. And essentially, I have created a list that is a resource list of all the things I've ever mentioned on the podcast. So it's not in any special format or anything. It's in an Excel spreadsheet or rather a Google Doc spreadsheet. And you can go to lessdoing.com slash podcast links. And they are all there. So if there's ever something that you thought of that, that you're like, oh, Ari mentioned this, and I'm not sure what it is, you can go there and you can search for it right there. It'll have the link to it, uh, the title and a little description that we used in the show notes. So I hope that people find that useful. And I'd love to get your feedback on it. Now the links for today. Uh, the first one is a Kickstarter campaign. It is the world's best travel jacket, the Baobacks. And I am backing this product because I travel uh, with somewhat some regularity and anything that'll make that easier is great. So I used to have this thing called the Scott Evest. Some of you probably have heard of those. They have like 45 pockets in a jacket. This is similar, but I think that they've taken it really a step further. So first of all, they have like a, a rain jacket, they have a, a, a hoodie, they have a blazer, and I think they have one other. But they have like built-in neck pillows and eye masks. There's a drink pocket that doesn't let your drink spill. iPad pocket, hand warming pockets, passport pocket, pen and stylus, uh, earphone holders. Like it's really supposed to make things just a lot easier, basically, when you're traveling to have all your stuff with you. And uh, when I had my Scott Evest, I actually did a two-day trip to Las Vegas without any bags on me. I just had my jacket and all the clothes were in there and all my stuff. So this is uh, an improvement in a lot of ways, as far as I can tell. Uh, the next one is an Indiegogo campaign. Now, this one, this is this is too cool for words. So this is called the Unified Weapons Master. So this is a product. It's basically like a very flexible body armor. So it, it looks very like high-tech ninja style is the best way I could describe it. And basically you wear these panels all over you and it, it's very maneuverable. And then you can have full-on like weapons combat sport if you want. You can you can have sword fighting where you're actually hitting people with swords. You can have uh, nunchucks, big sticks, whatever it is where you're actually like really 
really going at it. You don't have to hold back at all. And they have like full-on uh, medieval-type swords and axes and things. And and they're they're not metal, of course, but they are. I guess they're weighted properly, and they, they even have like a samurai sword. And what's cool is basically not only are these panels protect you. But each panel has these sensors in it, so it can know how much damage you've sustained, where you were hit exactly, and so on and so forth. It's, called the, it's actually called the Laura Cup. So there's a camera in the helmet, and there's a microphone built in. It gets biometric data the entire time you're doing it, and it's got a built-in cooling system. So their goal, I think, is to create an entirely new sport where people can have weapons fighting and actually have it be scored and quantified properly and fight as if it was the real thing. So I, <laughs> I just think this is so cool. I, as a boxer myself, I've always interested in combat sports, and this is definitely taking things to a new level. Uh, so the next one is an app for the iPhone called MooQ. And this is a mood monitoring app, and I'm usually very wary of these kinds of apps because it's exceptionally hard to monitor mood. And uh, Chris Dancy, who was on the podcast many, many episodes ago, who's the most tracked, most quantified self-man there is, basically, gave a much better explanation than I'm about to give. But essentially, it's very difficult to track your mood because the mood that you think you're tracking is really the mood that you're about to enter. And it's not very accurate in some ways. There's like a lag, basically. But this one looks at it a different way. This is not just tracking your mood to see like if you're happy or not. This is actually very in line with what I talk about with peak time a lot. So this is supposed to let you play certain games and track your mood. And it will actually tell you when your brain works best. So that is definitely useful information. So I'd love to hear people try that and, and, and like it. Uh, the next one, this is this is kind of specific, but I just wanted to throw it in here because I think it's useful. It's just called listyourebook.com, and it is a searchable database that is updated monthly, or, or more than monthly, actually, of all of these different places where you can market your ebook and promote your ebook. So if you have an ebook and you want to promote it for free or you know for a discount, this is a list of literally hundreds of places where you can do that very easily. So this would be the kind of thing you could very simply get this and give this to a virtual assistant and then have them upload or share your book with all these different places and you know really get the word out. So this one I'm I'm pretty excited about and you, you this is I have to explain this one because it's initially it's going to sound like it's not congruent with less doing but there's a, an app called Inbox Voodoo and it, it's an app for the iPhone it also has an iWatch version or an Apple Watch version and also a Chrome extension. And this, basically what they say is that it essentially creates a to-do list out of your email. So right away, you know, gasp everyone, like, that's not something that I ever want to do. I don't want to have a to-do list. But that's the, the, I think that this is actually presented slightly in the wrong way. So what it will do is, you don't, this doesn't replace your email. It sits on top of it, basically, and it's a separate app. And it is, in many ways, a to-do list, but it works in a very, very smart way. So it will automatically pull up emails that you need to respond to, you know, that have an action item in them. So, uh, and, and I'll give some examples. It will also automatically summarize emails. It will also automatically tell you emails that you need to follow up on. So there's a, there's a few things that I really like here. So the first one is that I just got like three emails in my inbox and none of them uh, have shown up in inbox voodoo because one of them is just information. Actually, two of them are like informational and one is just somebody telling me 
They're just confirming something. So there's no action for me. So Inbox Voodoo did not pick that up at all, which is cool. The second thing for the follow-ups, now obviously I use followup.cc, but I don't always use followup.cc. So this is actually picking up on an email that I sent yesterday where I said that this product looks really cool and I'd love to have you on my podcast and here's the link to sign up. And that person did not respond to me yet. So it's showing this as an email that I sent that hasn't been dealt with yet. And it bolded the part where I said, I'd like to have you on the podcast and here's the link. So it's automatically picking up on the action item. So I don't even have to read through the whole email to understand what's going on. So it just scanned through my emails and I found this. There's something I sent last week that I didn't put a follow-up.cc on and I probably should have actually because I wanted to have someone on my podcast and they haven't gotten back to me yet. So those two things alone are really cool. But what I really like is that it has an Apple Watch app that allows you to respond to email because any of you who, who have the Apple Watch know that you can't respond to email natively from the watch, which is annoying. And not only does it allow you to respond but it actually will summarize the email for you. So somebody might send you, hey, it was great talking to you today, and like, I hope you have a great trip, and when do you land? And it's just going to show you on your watch, William Pierce, this is the example they give, William Pierce says, when do you land? And then you can reply, and it'll even have pre-filled in replies for you, such as with the text messages. So I really like this. I like what they're doing, and I, I, think, it's, I think this has a lot of potential. Uh, okay, so the next one, this is this is taking on demand to an, uh, an interesting place, but it's called Trustify. And Trustify is on-demand private investigators. That's right. So for as little, I think it's like 67 bucks an hour, basically, you can get a private detective to investigate anybody, including full-on surveillance. You know, so you could have somebody watch somebody for an entire day or week if you wanted to. And uh, so they give examples like, you know, find out if your partner is cheating on you, locate somebody, see if my ex is following custody rules, if the person I'm dating has a dark past, blah, blah, blah. So it's not something that's not been available before, but definitely not in this format in an on-demand way. So... Good for them for, for making this so available. And basically, they have an entire network of investigators, so this works everywhere in the country. And you can get people investigated if you want. Hopefully, you don't need that. The next thing is called Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y. And this is a, it's a, a web service. Well, it's a service that they claim they can boost e-commerce sales by 35%. So it's completely automatic. They basically analyze like your, your Etsy store or your Shopify store sales. And they segment customers. They come up with optimized marketing campaigns. And then they, they have a whole dashboard for it. And what's great is that they're only, they only make money if you make money. So I always like plans like that, honestly. And uh, there's a monthly fee that's very, very low. But basically, if they start pulling in 35% uh, increases, then, then they're going to get a piece of that. So this looks really cool if you have an e-commerce store and you want to figure out some way to automatically optimize it. And then the last thing I want to tell you about is called Easily. And uh, this one's interesting to me because... Infographics are like a hard nut to crack for me in, in a lot of ways. I, I, I do have one that I've created that I like that actually when you sign up for the Less Doing newsletter, uh, if you, and you know, again, now you can do that with texting, do less to 33733, you get this infographic of how to get to Inbox Zero. Uh, th for some reason, maybe it's because I'm not like a very visual person. I've just had a lot of trouble coming up with content and then the different points for an infographic. So easily is the first one I've ever seen. There's a lot of services allow you to, to create infographics, but this is the first one that I've seen that has really great, very, very easy to use templates that not only make it easy to create 
the actual uh, infographic itself, but the templates themselves really spark some great ideas and you can do these really simply. So yeah, there you go. So that's the links for today. I am off to Helsinki this week. So when you guys hear this episode, not only will I be in Helsinki at the biohacking summit, but it will be my birthday. September 23rd is my birthday. So if you're listening to this on my birthday, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of this community. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. The Less Doing Podcast pulls together the top experts in the industry to help you optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life so you can start doing the things you really want to do again. What would you do if you could only work an hour a day? Would you crumble or would you thrive? When I was sick with Crohn's disease, I was faced with that reality because there were days when I literally couldn't eke out more than an hour of work a day. And I had to figure out ways to not only get everything done, but get more done than I was doing before. And that is how Less Doing was born. Less Doing is about you. It's the easiest way to learn and implement a huge amount of productivity tips into your life in a short amount of time. Whether you're a crazy busy business owner, a tired executive in a large company, or a stressed out soccer mom, we've brought it all together for you to help you overcome the overwhelm in your life. For the latest how-tos and actual tips on becoming more productive, sign up for my newsletter over at lessdoing.com. But I want to offer you all something more. As listeners of this podcast, I want to give you the opportunity to get on the phone with one of my Less Doing certified coaches. I've trained each one of them myself, and they really know what they're doing. The first call is completely free, and you will get some real advice and tips on how you can be more productive in your life and get back to making things easier again. Thanks for listening, and now enjoy the interview. So now I'm speaking with Doran Aldana, who is the founder of My Testimonial Engine. So, uh, Doran, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thanks for having me, Ari. Yeah, so uh, before we get into Testimonial Engine itself, can you just talk a little bit about your background, how you kind of got into uh, this entrepreneurship position? <laughs> Sure. Well, as uh, most entrepreneurs would tell you, certainly uh, most successful entrepreneurs, it's uh, a windy road to success. And my story is no exception. I started out uh, trying to put myself to university, not having any money. Parents had no means. So I had to come up with something. So I ended up being a franchisee with College Pro Painters for a couple of years. That's how I cut my teeth into entrepreneurship, learning how to sell, how to market, how to hire, how to fire, all that good stuff. Realized in short order that the painting business isn't what it's all cracked up to be. So I got into uh, selling soaps, potions, and lotions to people who didn't want it or couldn't afford it, otherwise known as getting into Amway and other MLM programs. So I did that for a little (laughs) while. I realized I have a hell of a lot to learn when it comes to leadership and uh, network marketing. So that didn't really pan out, but it was a huge learning experience for me. Learned a ton. And then uh, fast forward, I got into the coaching business. I was a life coach working with people who uh, wanted to take their business to the next level, namely sales people, uh, business people. I had no clue really about business, but I knew that I loved helping people create breakthroughs. So started doing that, realized, heck, if I don't learn this marketing thing, I'm going to have skinny kids. So I started to study marketing <laughs> and uh, just became a piranha for information on marketing. And you know, fast forward about a year into that, a client uh, referred me to his buddy who was a mortgage professional at a bank and he did really well with me. 
he uh, tripled the money he was making at the bank after eight months. And since that time, he's uh, he's been doing close to a million bucks a year. And so, you know, needless to say, he was doing pretty well. And he urged me to start offering that to other people. So I started being a coach to mortgage professionals, otherwise known as the mortgage marketing coach. And so I've been doing that for like a whole decade. But uh, then I started to realize, you know, this is a really tiny little market. I'd love to be able to spread my wings and soar to new heights and reach more people. And so I founded uh, Testimonial Engine last year. Uh, that was uh, September of 2014. I realized, you know, what is the prerequisite to every sale? I mean, what what is the critical prerequisite that really, if that's not in place, the sale doesn't happen? And it got me thinking, you know what it is? It's trust. And how can we induce more trust? How can we inject more trust? How can we get people to trust us more, faster, easier? And I got thinking about it. I was like, you know what it is? It's getting endorsement from other people, borrowed endorsement, third-party endorsement. And so that's where the whole testimonial thing came in. And so uh, we got the software rocking and launched the business um, in September last year. And we've been growing and going ever since. So that's kind of the, the Coles and Notes version of how I got to be uh, the founder of uh, mytestimonialengine.com. Yeah. Well, so thank you for that. And now not to go too far back to your story in the story there, but I do actually want to ask you about College Pro again for a second, because Surprisingly, sure. there, you're like probably the 10th person that I've spoken to who is a successful entrepreneur who got their start with college pro painters. Like it seems is that like that, right? Well, it just seems like it's a really interesting like proving ground for people, no? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I had no idea what a blessing that opportunity was when I took it. I just wanted to make some dough to put myself through school and buy books. Um, but I'll tell you what, I had a fire in my belly to succeed and I hustled and I worked my ass off and I did really well. I broke some records and uh, I was rookie of the year my first year, manager of the year my second year. And I think really what made such a big difference for me as a launching pad to my entrepreneurial career is I had a coach. You know, I had a general manager and there was a system. It was, it was a franchise. So they had a proven system and I had a coach. And I think that's really what... Uh, made it so powerful for me in learning the game of sales, the game of marketing, the game of entrepreneurship, hiring, firing, all that good stuff is I wasn't fine by the seat of my pants winging it, you know, ready, fire, aim, which I have a proclivity to do. <laughs> That's just my nature. I had a system and I had a mentor and those two ingredients was like the secret sauce to really launch my career. So yeah, it was huge for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanted to touch on that for a second. So now, now back to my testimony engine, you know, <clears throat> why, I mean, well, this may be an obvious question for some people. But why do you think it's it's so difficult either to get or to to ask for testimonials? Like to me, it almost feels like sales, uh, but not not like comparing it to sales, but uh, in the way that some people are, uh, they have like a difficulty with being salesy or doing sales. Like that's what I I feel like testimonials are like sometimes for people. They never want to ask for testimonials. Sure. Well, let's face it. We don't want to feel uncool. You know, we. Whether we know it consciously or not, we want to honor the relationship. We don't want to see seem uncool in their eyes. Uh, we don't want to feel like we're pushing them or we're asking too much of them or we're inconveniencing them. So I think that's a big part of it is we don't really have a system. And there's that word again, system. The word system stands for save yourself time, energy, money, and stress. Oh, and I so, like if, that. you know, most most people just don't have a system. Most business owners don't have a system, so they just kind of wing it, right? And uh, because they have that subconscious resistance to asking their client for a favor 
or asking their customer to go out of their way and submit a review. They just kind of put it on the back burner or they get around to it when they feel like it, when they have sufficient whim or motivation. Of course, that doesn't happen very often. So it's not consistent. So I think what's really missing is a system that works, that's elegant, that's graceful, that um, allows the client to do it very easily without having to spend a bunch of time or come up with a big novel to write of a big, long testimonial, just nice and sweet and simple and effective. I think that's what's missing, that kind of a system. Yeah. So now let's let's talk specifically about the way it works, because it is an amazing automation. You know, and I, I've used it myself, uh, my testimony engine, of course, I'm talking about. Uh, so just talk, walk through a little bit about the way it works, the way people interact with it. Well, again, we need to make it as easy peasy, lemon squeezy for your clients to submit that review. So that's the first part is uh, we want to be able to ask them for the review without you having to remember. So you can either embed the link into your own autoresponder sequence, whether it be in AWeber, Infusionsoft, MailChimp, whatever. You can build it into your post-transaction campaign. So after the transaction, boom, out goes an email. You don't have to think about it. It's just on autopilot. If you don't have such a system, you can just... Uh, have your assistant, or if you don't have an assistant, you're just getting started just yourself in the beginning to load their name and email address into the testimonial engine, for example. And boom, immediately the client gets an email asking for a review. It's not like some weird, stuffy, professional uh, email that comes across as being really kind of disjointed and um, like cookie cutter crap, as I like to call it. You want to make it your own. You want to make it so it's your own voice. But something as simple as, hey, you know, I was just curious to know how your experience was with us. Um, We would love your feedback. If you'd be so kind as to give us a quick review, it only takes like 30 seconds. That would mean the world to us. Click the link below. You know, something is as graceful and simple as that. And then when they click the link, it goes to what's called a review capture page otherwise known as a place for them to submit a review. And it's very simple. All we need is a a number of stars that they would allocate to their experience, representing how positive they felt about the experience. Obviously, one would be the lowest ranking and five would be the highest. So we want as many five stars as possible, right? And then it's just a very simple box for them to type in a short or a long, whatever they prefer, text-based testimonial. So after that, then there's a place for them uh, to read the consent, which basically says, hey, I authorize you guys to use my words, my review in your marketing. And then they press the submit button. After they press press the submit button, that's where we want to get them while they're in the mode for submitting a review. They're, you know, in, in internet marketing, when people buy something, there's a term in internet marketing called uh, they they are in the mood to buy, right? There's that psychological moment where they're they're in the mood, and that's why there's all those upsells and downsells that come up after you buy something. You probably noticed that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, we we want we want to apply the same logic to this. They're in the mood to review, so why not give an opportunity to uh, leverage that review to the utmost? And here's how that happens on the thank you page. This is where you can have a, a, a custom video or a stock one. Uh, our testimonial engine has a built-in default stock one that works really well, but you can create your own custom one that says something like, hey, thanks so much for submitting the positive review. I, I, I'm you know, so glad that we met or exceeded your expectations. If you'd be so kind as to copy and paste that review, you see that 
right below this video, you see your reviews right there. You can copy and paste that review on these other review sites that we'd like to build our reputation on. And then there would be icons representing the review sites, up to three, because we want to. We don't want to bog them down with too much, right? Because right. a confused mind always says no. So maybe one, <laughs> two, or three icons, and they click the icon, whether it be Google+, Facebook, uh, Yelp, and then they simply copy and paste. But here's the thing. Most business owners will make the mistake of trying to get the review for those review sites from the get-go. And here's why that's a huge mistake. Because most of your customers, most of your clients do not have, or I shouldn't say most, there's a, a significant percentage of your client database that do not have an account for those review sites, whether it be Facebook, Google+, Yelp, it doesn't matter. Right. And they're, the, the higher their net worth, the older they are, the higher their net worth, the higher their affluence, the less likely they have that account. And so you're alienating the most wealthy, affluent people who have friends and family and colleagues who are the wealthiest, who they could refer if you go for the juggler and ask for the review out of the get-go. So what we want to do instead is capture the review first so you can use those reviews on all your online and offline marketing to build trust, to boost conversion, to remove skepticism, to grease the shoot, to remove the razor wire. And that will get you more sales, turn more prospects into sales. But additionally, it's going to allow them now, now that they're in the mood to review, to just do a simple copy and paste onto those additional review sites. And the beautiful thing is that Testimonial Engine goes one step further because not only do we make it easy to get the review, easy to copy and paste on additional review sites you care about, it also automatically posts the positive reviews on all of your social media channels, namely Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. And if it's a negative review, which obviously that's not going to happen very often because you guys are awesome. Anyone who listens to Ari is going to be awesome. So it goes without <laughs> saying you're going to have mostly positive reviews. But once in a while, let's face it, you're going to have a negative review because none of us are perfect, right? Sometimes they're just a breakdown and it's a learning experience and a portal for discovery on how we can get better. But it's only a portal for discovery on how to get better if you can interact with the client and ask them for feedback, right? On what went wrong, how could we improve? What needs to happen to rectify the situation? And that's the beauty of the testimonial engine is it allows you to retrieve that feedback in a very transparent, effective, efficient manner. So you get that feedback instantly. You're not waiting. You're not wait letting the client um, marinate in negativity and start spewing from the mouth to all their friends and family of, about how bad you guys are. You're getting that feedback, letting them vent, and then you're able to rectify it immediately call them up, email them and get the situation turned around and turning it from a breakdown to a breakthrough. Does that make sense so far? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so <clears throat> have you, do you, I mean, one of the things that has to happen, I'm assuming when you, you have a business like this is obviously you're seeing a ton of testimonials or things. Do you, have you noticed any kind of patterns or types of testimonials that are more effective than others? Yeah, you know, one of my favorite formulas, I learned this back in the day. I can't remember who I learned this from, if it was David Fry or, uh, or um, um, another marketing mentor like Dan Kennedy or something, but it's a beautiful formula. It's called the PSR formula, Problem, Solution, Result, PSR. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great formula for case studies. It's a great formula for distinguishing the before and after. So the P is problem, and that's the problem the client or customer had prior to working with you. And then the S is the solution you brought to the table or you prescribed. 
if I can use that term. And then the R is the result, the result that you that your, your customer, your client got after applying that solution. So if you use a PSR formula, it uh, works really well. Now, the only hindrance to using that PSR formula uh, is that if you go out and you ask them for it specifically, they start to feel like you're asking for some uh, tall order and, and that can delay or even uh, create a snag in the process of them submitting a testimonial or a review. So what I like to do is just give some samples and examples of great testimonials just to kind of wet their appetite a little bit, get them thinking and get them percolating on what their version of that kind of testimonial would be. But I prefer to give them examples of great testimonials, and you could certainly give them a few using that PSR formula and then let them come up with their own. Because if you kind of get a little too picky about it, uh, oftentimes they think, you know, this is too too much work or I'm too busy right now and they don't do it. Another way to really grease the shoe and make it easy breezy for them to do it is to write it for them. If you're working with them at a high level and you say and you already know what the results are, you can apply the PSR formula for them. And kind of write it for them and maybe just put some blanks in there. Um, so you can write most of it and just put you know a blank for them to fill in. And that way they get like 90% of it done for them and the 10% looks easy. And that makes it much more likely they'll complete it and submit it. You that, with me on that? Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's actually very helpful. Um, so now the, the last question that I always like to ask on these uh, interviews, and you can interpret this however you like, but what are your top three pieces of, pieces of advice for people to be more effective? Are you talking about effective in terms of generating more business, effective in time management? What do you, what do you, give me <laughs> it's a, some, it's up, uh, it's up to you. Some clarity what, on that. It's up to you. The, it, it could be in business or personal, whatever you feel like you have advice to give that makes people more effective at what they do. Sure. Well, I assume when you say effective, it's effective towards a specific outcome that's meaningful to the audience listening. So that would be the first question is get clear on what would be a meaningful goal you want to accomplish because, you know, uh, if uh, you don't know where you're going, you'll end up somewhere else. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Don't know where you're going. (laughs) Any road will get you there. So you got to you got to get clear on what you want to achieve and you got to get clear on exactly what why is it so important. Once you're clear on that, then we can talk about effectiveness in terms of getting to where you want to be. And uh, I find the, the the single most important thing for me to get where I want to be is number one, I got to create a plan. I got to get clear on what the plan is. And often that plan morphs because frankly, uh, there's no such thing as failure. There's just op- opportunities to start again more intelligently. And often we have to fail forward uh, in many cases and learn what doesn't work until we discover what does work. But if you want to shortcut that process, find a winning formula. Someone else has already been there, done that, got the scars to prove it. And that way you can borrow their formula, just kind of like borrowing a great chef's recipe. You don't, you know, if, if I was to ask you, do you know how to make souffle? Well, I don't know about you. I have no clue no, how to make not souffle. Not offhand, no. <laughs> but... We're just a click away on Google from finding out some of the best souffle recipes on planet Earth from some of the best chefs on planet Earth. And so we can go and we can borrow that formula, that winning formula, 
And as, well, as long as we follow the formula in terms of the, the temperature of the oven, the duration of the cook, what goes into it, what you put in first, second, third, and fourth, and you follow that winning formula, that's a huge shortcut. You don't have to go through trial and error trying to figure things out. You just bypass all that trial and error, all that trouble and struggle, and you get what I call the shortest path to the cash. When you talk business terms, we want the cash, right? How are we going to get that result? Because money buys freedom. It buys time. It buys opportunity. And so how do we get to the shortest path of the cash? Find people who already have gotten the winning formula and plug that formula into your business. Formulas like Ari is a, a whiz kid when it comes to time management and getting the most amount from your time, not putting in more time, but getting more from the time you put in and leveraging your time so you get optimal result, optimal fruit. Well, that's just one example. You can look at marketing. There's people that have formulas for marketing that work every single time when you apply them. There's formulas for selling, how to build rapport, how to, how to even build that trust. There's formulas for getting more trust. We just talked about one today, reviews, right? Borrowed credibility from third parties such as customers. So I, I would say know what you want, know why you want it, get yourself some winning formulas and then never freaking quit. That would be the third one. Just never quit. Don't think of it as failure when something doesn't work. Think of it as an, a portal for new discovery on how to apply that new distinction to get a better result next time. There's no such thing as failure. This is just an oppor opportunity to start again more intelligently. And as long as you never quit, you will win. As I tell my kids, winners never quit and quitters never win. I love it. All right. Well, Doran, thank you so much. Give people the URL where they can sign up and start getting some awesome five-star testimonials. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I've got a, a special guide that I'd like to hook you guys up with. You can go to mytestimonialengine.com if you want to just check out our software, mytestimonialengine.com. But I put together a little something special for you guys. If you want to get our ultimate testimonial toolkit, which is a $97 value, it's got all kinds of tools, templates, checklists. It's got uh, tons of really valuable training. And it's got templates. Like it's got a full blown three step review capture template. It's got letters for getting referrals from customers after you get the reviews. It's got some real killer stuff in there. And you can get access to it absolutely free by going to mytestimonialengine.com forward slash Ari, A-R-I, obviously, forward slash Ari. Uh, Ari, if you go there now, you're not going to see it because it's brand spanking new, but it'll be up by the time people get this, this podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure and a privilege, and I appreciate you for, uh, for having me. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. If you want to find out more information of the show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to lessdoing.com where you can look at Ari's blog, see the show notes for this episode, and also look at all the other episodes before this. If you want to send us a voicemail, we would love to hear from you and we'll play it on the show. You go to lessdoing.com, click on contact, and look on the right side of the page where you'll see a, a send voicemail button. Click on that and go ahead and record an audio message for us. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter. Ari's Twitter handle is at Ari Mizell, and mine is at Felix Bird. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next time.